See, this is why we do this. <laughs> oh. Shush, please. Shouldn't he always tell you shush please and then give you the last shush? Yeah, masticate. Master Gabriel teaches a master class on masturbation. Yes. Say that five times fast. Okay. Master Gable teaches a master class on masturbation. You ready here live, everybody? Master Gable. Teach a master class on masturbation. Master Gable teach a master class on masturbation. Master Gable teach a master class on masturbation. I can only do it twice. Okay. My tongue got twisted. Tongue got twisted on a master. <clears throat> yeah, instead of me, 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 moo, 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 we do Master Gable. Master Gable teaches a master teaches class. Teaches a master class on, on masturbation. masturbation. Master Gable teaches a master class. I can't do it fast. <laughs> Don't cancel us. We just joking. No. Shush. Yeah. Shush, please. Just a wrestling joke. Just a wrestling joke. Don't just a sense us. of humor, everybody. We used to have one. Yeah. Now the world's so soft. I don't even know if a sense of humor is a thing anymore. Mad bro? Uh, you mad bro? <laughs> Don't shoot me, but shoot our music. of the Bear Buds Banter. I am Dre Kamikaze. I am the Heartbreak Dre Kamikaze here with my tag team host, the phenomenal Pat Wick. Pat Wick, say what's up to the people. Hello, my people. This is the Phenomenal Pat Wick coming to you a week after being under the weather kamikaze. I'm yes. here delivering whatever sports commentator news that I can give you to the people. I am here kamikaze, lock, stock, and barrel. Glad to be here with you. My tag team host, kamikaze. Glad to see you, buddy. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, unfortunately... Uh, we had to take the week off last week because I had too much fun um, Friday night at TCW Thunder Championship Wrestling. 
Um, so uh, I kind of lost my voice. Yeah. No, couldn't well, give you the holy without the voice. I was like, man, I don't even know if I want to do a show. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Push came to shove. Shove. We got pushed to a week. So, all right. This is. I am proud to announce episode. 79, we are starting the countdown to 100. It was amazing to meet Kamikaze. Uh, see, so badly the blue. Uh, it was amazing to meet Kamikaze. We're at that number, man. We are inching forward to that 100th episode, which for us is, is going to be great. Yeah. You know, I don't know what we have planned for that yet. Well, you know, we've got a long... We've got a, Bunch of shows before that to even think about that right. yet, but we'll try to crank out a couple of week uh, whenever we can, you know, if we can, you know, it's gonna be tough, but we'll try it, you know, just to see if we can um, get there a little bit faster, because uh, I kind of want to get there before the end of the year, but I think if my timeline's correct, we it, this might be around Super Bowl time when we hit that number. That's so correct. if we if we keep on continuing the way we are, that is correct. So maybe that's around. more fabulous. Than before New Year's, you know. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Uh, inching towards that obviously is exciting. Yeah. Uh, we've got exciting news for you as well today. Uh, week one has blessed us. Uh, we're going to recap, obviously, Clash at the Castle. Yes. Uh, we're going to obviously talk shit to each other about the Notre Dame Ohio State game. Are we going to talk shit? Well, more or less. If you were anybody else, I'd want to talk shit to. But because it's you, I don't really like want to gloat. <laughs> don't want to gloat? Well, that's very kind of you, but that's very kind of you. All right. So let's get the show on the road. All let's right. Start let's with start with the Clash of Champions uh, Clash World Collide Wrestling Weekend. Yes, Clash at the Castle. Clash at the Castle, yes. I'm sorry for disrespecting Triple H's uh, product. He's such good product. I like to put some respect on his shit, you know. So, yes, Clash at the Castle. Um, what a great show. What a great show. Um, and you, you didn't know what you were going to get with these European shows sometimes. You know, with the Saudi Arabia shows. Yeah, we know the woman got kinked. Can't like wear fucking outfits. They got to be fully clothed. But in Europe, less is more. Right. So you, you <laughs> have this pay per view, and then you look throughout it. it. It's it was fantastic. It had a lot of great storylines, which produced a lot of great storylines. Um, you know, let's let's dive right in. To me, this was a, a win the whole way through the pay per view. I I was invested. Not to mention in the time that it was on, four o'clock on a Saturday, which bro, perfect, perfect wrestling time, perfect wrestling time, bro, perfect like, wrestling, for real, time. like like no cap, like that shit right there was just like perfect. Like I ain't got to stay up till twelve to watch this shit. If I want, I can take a nap after the show go off. You know, like it, that was great timing for that show. I, I love to have that. Uh, you got to give a WWE to time that perfectly because you kind of knew. You, you you were up against college football the week the next week. Well, it's not even that they were just in in a different time zone. So no, but I know it was nighttime where they were. It, it just to me it just worked perfectly. Like you had 
your 3.30, your, 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 I think you had a 3 o'clock game, Georgia and uh, Oregon, which ended up being a blowout. So you really weren't even interested in the game once you got right. to a certain point. So then you had the pay-per-view coincided with the you know end of the pay-per-view. You had the Ohio State-Notre Dame game. The pre-game stuff. And, and you know, not leading into the game. Yeah. Right. So it just kicked off for us. Starting, and we had a one o'clock red Sox game that day. And we had a one which we won. Which we won. So that like that day for us was like great. But and, and you're like right. It was perfectly sandwiched between two two of our our games that we needed to watch. You know, well we we, we don't really care about the red Sox anymore this year. They suck. We understand that. We still love them. But yeah, you know, one game we wanted to watch and a, another game that we needed to watch because it was our first college football game of the season. Um. <laughs> And then, but to have this clash of champions sandwich right in the middle of it on a beautiful Saturday was great. Uh, let's talk about uh, the main event here. Because right. I don't think we need to go through the entirety of this show. And Jack sent it. Um, so I'm just going to, you know, pick a few things to, to, to I, pull I do want to honorable mention one match, though, before we get okay. to the, the headliner in this well, one. Well, we still want to talk about other matches. I just okay. want to start with the... All right, so let's go ahead and dive into it then. So, uh, best part of the show was the main event. And that's mm-hmm. been a problem with WWE for a long time where the main event doesn't follow some better wrestling talent. You know, in this situation, we had surprises galore. Now, at the top of the show, you know, Michael Cole or one of the announcers said something along the lines like fucking um, Paul Heyman's not going to be here. The Usos not going to yes. be here. Yes, yes. was talking about how Roman Marines had no help and had to do it all along. Correct. And I was like, what's interesting to me is that they didn't mention one name, you know, and we'll talk about who that name was when we reveal who it was. Okay. All right. And, um... As the match is going on, you expect Austin Theory to try to cash in. Nobody wants to see him cash in and, and ruin his great reign by our tribal chief. You know, so when when that happens, what was the result? Um, earlier in the pay-per-view, you were foreshadowed with a conversation of one Roman Reigns with one Tyson Fury. Yeah. So as... The speculated Austin Theory is coming down the ramp, and you're excited because at this point the match has gone both ways, and both men seem exhausted. So Austin Theory, in, in retrospect, is cashing in at the right moment. Right. And right before he can hand it to the referee to ring the bell, one Tyson Fury lands a haymaker kamikaze. <laughs> To go night night, tucked him in, read him a bedtime story, iced his jaw, you know, and then uh, we got to watch a thrilling ending to the match, which you know our tribal chief would come out on time, thanks to none other than the Uso's younger brother, aka the fourth member of the current roster's bloodline. Solo Sokoa! And guess what? I called that shit! I called that shit! 
Uh, if you look back, you will notice that in the archives, Kamikaze did mention that a solo Sakai, solo Sokoa. Sokoa? Yeah. I call him solo, solo Sakai too because I just feel like that would be so much better, but it's solo Sokoa. Solo Sokoa? Yeah. Uh, coming out even to his, the aid of Even his brother didn't, didn't, didn't. Like say his name comfortably, so don't worry about it. It's a, it's a weird. Um, name. for him to be the next bloodline member, for him to come from NXT and, and cut his teeth there, and 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 be what we all consider the Southern Pacific Nation's yeah. representation in wrestling. Yeah, tough and, guy. And and, and 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 let's just be real. Like we've been a fan of him since his debut. You know, like and even not okay. No, no, go ahead. Even but, I, but I want to make sure that we know that the excitement was there once I knew the bloodline was, you know, you're talking at the time of the knowing of uh, Sakai, there was a release knowing that, okay, he's tied to the Usos. No, and I Roman. just told you that's the Usos brother when he debuted that day. No, when he debuted, yeah. But I'm saying though, but that when when did he debut? It's not right. like he debuted two and a half years ago, right? So knowing that, and, and this knowing... is before the bloodline was a thing, though. Remember this: this is the bloodline as a, as a group were in a thing. They were the Usos were just battling Kofi and 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 and, and uh the New Day at the time all the time, and we were huge fans of that rivalry. And he debuted on NXT, and I'm like, bro, that's the Usos brother right there. And at that point, you gotta realize, for me, I've already seen the run on like the the South a the Southwestern Asian Polynesian colony. They're slowly coming in. They have Samoan been, Dynasty, bro. They that's have been what they for are. Three you years. gotta be politically correct, right? Just say the Samoan Dynasty. So the Samoan Dynasty. <laughs> This is just another branch of the Yokozuna, the... Right, it's been deep. It's, it's right. red. So know? once you told me that, it was... The Wild Samoan, right. you know, fucking Rikishi, It bro. was only come a matter of time before he had his spot. Man, yeah. And, and we knew it was going to come as soon as we seen him debut. And then when we've seen that he could actually go in the ring and work, you know. Because let's be real, like, if, if we literally sat down... And ranked our favorite tag teams, like top five or top five, like I think the Usos will make both our list. You know, and it's some tough tag teams to beat out to make that list. You know, um, and I think there would be you know five at at the earliest because I got I got three on my mind right now that you ain't touching. Hey, you. <laughs> you feel me? I so. You feel me? I know I can think of another one that the Usos ain't touching, but I know that, that they, they are at least a top five, top ten tag team. Okay. You know, we think that New Day is one of the greatest tag teams of all time, you know, and they've had one of the best robberies, you know, of all time. And to just add another member that's the younger brother of the Usos, you know, that's just, that's that Rikishi lineage, like, come on. I might have been fat, but I bring I breed athletes. The the uh, the accolades were already set precedent for me, Kamikaze. And I'm done calling him Rikishi. His name is Junior Fatu. The uh, you know the Rock, uh, Rikishi, Yokozuna, Roman, the Usos. When he stepped in, Junior Fatu. 
Right. Junior Fatu. Don't forget Jamal. Don't forget <laughs> Rosie. Don't forget Umaga. Bro, like that dynasty runs deep. So the, for me, there was never a question. You know, once you, you told me the lineage. Right. Once you oh, told I said, it's yeah. only a matter of time. Well, yeah, once you know who family you're part of, we was like, oh, yeah. I was like, all right, I'm instantly a fan. But, but the cleverness <coughs> of WWE to say, we can pull this card not at a SummerSlam. Yeah. Not at a, a WrestleMania. Yeah. But at a clash at a castle where you... Where the Usos can't make it. We know why up, they can't make it, though. And you set it up so beautifully to me because... Drew McIntyre was going to be champion. Oh, Drew McIntyre was going to win this match. What? Drew McIntyre was going to win this match. There was no doubt about it. Drew McIntyre was going to win this match. So to introduce him so perfectly. Hold on. All right. Drew McIntyre was going to be champion. Everything was set up. I, and I thought it was done beautifully the way they can slip him in here at a class of champions just to boast it. And you're looking at the, the dates, Kamikaze. We are two months away from Survivor Series. Yes. And the way these factions seem to be grouping up. Bruh, I'm loving every bit of it. Right. To where now you have, you know, so many groups of three where you introduce a superstar in either one. You've got a roster filled and a pay-per-view now that is lock, stock, and barrel a little bit old and a little bit of new. A little bit of that old Survivor Series four-man team type of thing or three-man tag teams. Right now, factions is the way to be. Right. You, 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 you said, I'm saying and, that right and, now. And, 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 and it's always been the way to be. We just got away from it in WWE for a while, and, and, and that was a huge mistake. Because one thing about wrestling I've always loved is a group of guys, you know, beating the shit out of, a, of one person. <laughs> like, one man can be entertaining, yes. but a group of men can be thrilling to Just watch. Think about it, bro. NWO, DX, Legacy, Evolution, The all Four were, Horsemen, all were multiple The guys. Shield. Right. All were multiple characters, all were multiple personalities. The Nation of Domination. To me, the Ministry of Darkness. This move by WWE sets up the storyline. The perfectly. corporate ministry. The corporate ministry. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> to me, Factions are it. Kamikaze, this sets up the storyline going forward so beautifully now with what direction you want to go because eventually now we have a Karrion Cross introduction once again. Yes, at the last night. After last night, and a little bit of a distraction. Don't get me wrong, Scarlett Scarlet can be a I little thought he was going to cost them the match. Uh, I thought he was going to cost them the match when they show him on camera, but he, he, ain't, he ain't really interfere. He but. didn't interfere. I mean, so Scarlett was, like, yeah, Scarlet right. was a little bit it's of a, a distraction. But, you know, that's just between me and Scarlett. Uh, <laughs> you know, because, you know, your boy has a little thing. Scarlett, you know, best part of Shannon character. But I digress, sorry. All right. Um, set up the storyline beautifully now. I'm intrigued by what Roman's going to do going forward. And after last night... he's literally beat everybody now. After last night's... Except for Kevin. Um, well, he beat Kevin Owens. Reintroduction with Karrion Cross into the Drew McIntyre hatred for some reason. You're almost guaranteed a three-way now, right? 
You're maybe almost... not a three-way. Maybe like it's going to be a situation where Karen Cross and Drew McIntyre go on a, a bit of a feud, uh, and then they just fight it out, and one of them end up being number one contender, which should be Karen Cross because Drew McIntyre had so many chances. At this point, I mean, I'm I'm tired of seeing him wrestle my uh, tribal chief. I'm joking. Drew McIntyre is great. I love Drew McIntyre too. <laughs> but wow. Drew McIntyre is is one of those guys that I believe can beat Roman. And like I just want to see guys that I don't think can beat Roman <laughs> and wrestle Roman because I don't want Roman to lose now. <laughs> he wouldn't be. Lo- you got to set it up, Kamikaze, to where he's not losing both. He's losing one of the titles. Right, but every time he wrestles for those championships, it's for both. Well, that, and then that's the point. You have to look at it and and somehow creatively create a reason to separate one of them. Well, they're unified right now, so I don't know if there's going to be a separation of them. Well, and that's the point, and that's the the Conundrum. unfortunate result right. of, of what you created. Right. Now, because, you know, Raw is without a champion. Exactly. Where Drew McIntyre could fit that bill perfectly. Which, yeah, would be great. But that's my issue with Drew McIntyre wrestling Roman. Like, I am in the camp where I want Roman to hold this for like four years at this point. It's an honor, Kamikaze, to even have it for this long. I mean, longest reigning champ in the modern era. But I want him to beat one of those dinosaurs. Oh, you want him to be a Brady? No, I want him to beat one of those Bob Backlands of the, of, of the bunch. The motherfucker held the championship like three years. Let me ask you a question. When it comes to people that you meet on the street or people that you randomly meet throughout your life and you discuss wrestling, how often is Bob Backlund mentioned in that conversation? Never. Thank you. So, so the significance of long-term title holding doesn't hold up for me if the substance isn't there. Bob Backlund, to me, doesn't yeah, have substance. Bob Backlund, like, isn't mentioned because, like, he was never, like, one of those guys, guys. You know, yeah, he had a championship for, for, for years, but it was just like, all right. Is that is shit. that our fault, or is that because of the available talent that was there, or the... It's because wrestling sucked back then compared to what we had to, today. Well, at that point, then, you, then you're talking about booking, because at that point... Those guys aren't really calling the shots. Well, those guys, were, guys are. Those guys just couldn't do some of the things that we can see guys do now. So it's just wrestling is what? different these days. Have be creative on the microphone. Well, yeah. Have a personality besides just you know waving your hands up and down and you know saying USA USA. Fuck my backwards. <laughs> I was never. Yeah. A uh, okay. Great match though. Obviously, like like yes. you mentioned. Uh, Kamikaze uh, mentioned that Roman obviously came out victorious with the help of, course. of the, an extra ooze. We the ones. And they the twos. And they the twos. <coughs> All right. Great uh, description of the of the uh, fight, Kamikaze, there. You know, you have to excuse us. We're kind of homers when it comes to Roman, but I'm a little bit, I'm a Drew fan. I'm, I'm a Drew fan too, uh, but it's just like I like what's going on with the storyline with Roman and the Bloodline. It's not something that's just being force fed to me. It's something I want to eat. You know, it's not the John Cena treatment. This is fun to watch, and, and that's the point. Is that 
you're you're seeing people and surmountable odds going up against the bloodline and they seem to have success only to be knocked back down the mountain again. Right. So as 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 wrestling fans, we we are intrigued by that climb only for there to be, you know, once again knocked yeah. down the hill. Now I need to see uh so Will Sakai versus uh, Gunta. And I need the bloodline to take over the whole show. Wow. The whole show. I would say more Bobby Lashley for your boy. Only nah. because it's it's a title. Gunta that... can go fight Bobby Lashley and take that title. The US oh title. my gosh. But I, 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 need, I need him that. So now you're time. creatively ending Gunther's run just to promote the newest Uso. I mean. You know, which, what about Sammy? You know, Sammy's been taking shots and giving shots. Bruh, we know, we, we know, we know, we know Sammy ain't here for the long run. All I'm Sammy, saying is Sammy, that Sammy, man's putting in work. Sammy got a plot to get close to something. And Sammy could get the United States Championship if he what? He can go get that. Uh, he can go fight Bobby. I think he needs to bring back the European Championship and give that to Sammy. We can do that too. I'm with all of that. All right. Um. So, uh, other matches uh, that should be mentioned. Honorable mention has to be the Gunther Sheamus match. That match, uh, outside of the main event, would have was match of the night. That was the best match on the card before everything that occurred in the main event. I I, I hold this honor to be something of you know something of you know notoriety. Uh, was mentioned either on SmackDown or Raw five star match that handed out to that that yeah. specific match by some yeah. type of that's pro- it's probably Dave Meltzer's in the wrestling observer because that's who uh, that's who everybody points to about match rates, um, but that's probably gonna be match of the year. Like that match was physical. It was very entertaining. It went back and forth and back and forth. They beat the hell out of each other. They did. They but did. they did it in a fun way. And the the, the 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 storytelling, the story that they told in a ring. Fantastic. Bro, phenomenal, bro. Phenomenal. And then the crowd giving Seamus his flowers after the match. Incredible, bro. I loved that match. So I'm so glad. This is not an honorable mention. This is the second best match on that show. And it would have been the best match had I not been right about Solo Sokoa. This is... Uh, Dragon versus uh, Macho Man for WrestleMania yeah. that year. This this is you. Is this Sean versus uh, Jericho? Correct. Yeah. Right. Right. This is to the point where you're gonna remember this match and say, "Wow, this should have been a WrestleMania match." Yeah. Um. So many times on this show, Kamikaze, you glowingly represent Sheamus and you speak so highly on Sheamus and you glow and you say his accolades. Because I love that guy, bro. He's, he's one, one of the best, bro. I, I fear for Sheamus only because unlike fans like you, he doesn't seem to be rep or referenced as much as he should be. Right. As far as a, a, a wrestling fan of, of to my standards... Only because you look at the accolades and you look at the guy he's been he's been here a while. Yeah, he's been here for a minute, bro. And 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 like the most impressive thing to me is like Triple H thought enough of him, like when he was at the the peak of his dominance, 
to do a job for him. Right. And Sheamus beat Triple H for, for a championship, like, being a rookie. Right. You know, and, like, if Triple H is giving you the rub, bro, like, if there's something he sees in you, you feel right. me? So I've been a sh- fan of Sheamus since day one. You feel me? Like, I've understood the psychology of wrestling so long that when that happened, I was instantly a fan of Sheamus. Even though he was a heel, right. I was supposed to hate him. Right. But, you know, and I booed him because, you know, I was a, I'm was i a Triple H but fan. But then he's doing his job so, right, right? Exactly. So, he's making it believable. Exactly. Him. But And I understood the psychology. So, in the back of my mind, when when I take the fan out of me and I start thinking about it. The business-wise? The business-wise, I'm right. like, oh, yeah, he's great. Yeah. You feel me? And... If he wasn't great, Triple H wouldn't have did that. You know, so you we, we see the guys that Triple H gives the rub to. And we always like it. Like right. them. Right. You know, so like I like yeah. And and uh, you know slap on my hand for not mentioning Seamus as great as because to me, for Guther to get the win and to get this type of rub from Seamus and, and like you said, yeah. up Same there thing. for for match of the year. You look at Sheamus and his ability to give a guy like Gunther that type of push. Yeah, and Gunther is who they say he is. He's the ring general. Because he works the ring, you know, like a big guy, like a small guy, bro. He does things that surprises you. Like, that's what made this match so great. Both of them, like, Very like believable. this should have been a slugfest, but it wasn't. And it was. It but wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't just a, just a slugfest. Right. Very intelligent, me? very methodical. Guys were working points in the match where... They're working a certain body going part. going to the top row three times in this match, bro. <laughs> um, to me, you couldn't get a better big guy match than this, and especially for the Intercontinental Championship. You know, it just yeah. bolsters that belt for me, obviously. But but great match, yeah. like you said, right up there with with the match of the night. Yeah, and 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 and, and the main event was the best match of the show, and it's been a long time since WWE produced the main event that was a match of a show. So I'm not going to disrespect that, but if we put this into circumstance, Sheamus versus Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship at Clash of the Clash at the Castle is match of the year. Yeah, I got you. So yeah, I I I'm glad you brought that up because I I, for, I for, somehow forgot that that even happened on that show. But yeah, that was a great match. Um. Another match that I want to mention um, before we cut this segment um, is Judgment Day versus Edge and Rey Mysterio. And the ending of that match, because I've been calling for it for weeks, finally happened. (laughs) Our boy, Dominic Guerrero, decided to kick kick his Uncle Edge in the nuts. And clothesline his Uncle Ray and turned on his family. <laughs> his familia. Uh, you are correct. The, um, the Edge and Ray got the dub. <laughs> yes, they did. But uh, did they really win? <laughs> but didn't necessarily didn't win. Um, obviously, the uh, foreshadowing and the hinting that Rhea Ripley... Has a, has a little bit of control over your boy. I hey, think. Rhea is Dom's new poppy. I uh, couldn't could couldn't uh, couldn't do couldn't be a bad choice. I mean, it's not a bad choice. 
So uh, I, I like his move there. But for his character to evolve and for him to become something yeah. out of his father's shadow, I think obviously this is a great this move. Is, this is what needed to happen. We needed to see a Mysterio go heel because we weren't going to get it from Ray. We weren't going to get it from Ray. It, it, it hasn't happened. He's a Bob Backlund. <laughs> Don't want to be bad guy. Has he ever been a bad guy? Not that I can remember. Right. I can never remember Ray as a heel. I, I don't ever remember Ray as a heel. So for Dominic to become one... Yeah. It's it, it's complete opposite of what his dad did. And if it works, he'll earn my respect in some form or fashion. He won't be like, oh, I think he's great. But, like, I just want to think the kid is good. Because right now, I hate, I hate watching him on my TV. Definitely a guy that got a contract clearly on the name. But I don't mind that either. I mind that. I don't mind that because I look at that. guys that's gotten the contract on their name. We just talked about the whole Samoan dynasty. They get contracts on their name. Yes, they're great. Okay, that's but different But it's in though. the blood. That's, that's different. It's so in the blood. You feel me? It's in the blood. One can be a great name. But look at Randy Orton. Look at Cody Rhodes. You know, look at... Look at your DiBiase's. Well, DiBiase just wasn't a wrestling fan. He he wasn't in it. And DiBiase is the example that I feel Dom will more represent than, you know, a, the guys I'm mentioning. But so the, uh, getting a contract because the, the name doesn't bother me. But do you love it? That's what That's what I need to know. Do you love it? Well, there you go. Because you can get a contract for your name, but do you love it? If you love it too... Then you're going to be good. Because look at all the names I just mentioned that are good. But look at the names you mentioned that turned out were just not made for the business. Well, it's just DiBiase. You know, that I can mention. Flares. Which Flair? He's son. He's he's had a son. Did? Yeah. He's dead. The Von Eriks. The Von Eriks. I don't know if they weren't made made for the business because they were great in the business. They were just addicted to drugs. I mean, there's so many families that have been hit with that second generation, third generation curse that you like to see guys that have a name. I think there's more examples of success than failures as generational wrestlers. We're seeing successes, though, right? We've seen successes. Um, Road Dog. Yes. Is a success. Yes. Um, We're seeing... um, Billy Gunn's kids. Um, having, I, I, having somewhat I, I, success. I, I, I'm still on the fence of whether or not I like the acclaimed. I'm in, I'm I'm in the camp that they are ass boys. So <laughs> why why it's success? Success. You know, yes, that that's great, you know. But his brother, Bo Dallas, not success. There's a good example. And I think Bo actually loved the business. So he's, I think he's, Bo loved the business. Yeah, I think he's I think just Bo one guy that just couldn't figure out who he was in the business, you know. So, I mean, you can you can have it both ways. I think, but but I don't think getting in the business because of your name is a problem. Charlotte Flair, just saying. But what if, what is what has Charlotte given you, though? What do you mean, what has Charlotte given me? A lot of great fucking matches. Thank you. Has Rey Mysterio given you a great match? Yes. When? When has Rey Mysterio given you? No, I'm, I'm sorry. 
Dominic. Oh. Dominic. Bro, you was about to break my heart. I, I was about to come out here and be like, oh, we about to go. As soon as this show, we about to go watch Ray Mysterio's whole catalog. No, no, no. <laughs> Dominic Mysterio. Has Dominic Mysterio no, sir. given you a great I'm night? not comparing Dominic to Charlotte. That's not what I was saying. I was saying I was putting Charlotte in the names of successes. But but because I didn't to a, to a degree, a flair and a mysterious last name in in certain parts of the world are just as as famous, right? Right. Yes. So to have that pressure on in you, every part of the world, both of those names are known. Right. So to have the you have two examples here of one that embraced it because she used, loves it because she loves it, and then you have Dominic that I'm not sure over the last it two feels like years, I just need something to do, bro. The last two years, I don't think I've I've gotten anything. I'm mailing different. it in because I'm trying to. I just want to do something, you know. I want to make a lot of money doing something, and I want to be on TV. He, he he's a failed sport sports player, you know, and he wanted to be a wrestler. I don't know if he loves the business though. That's my issue, you know. That's I, I'm trying to get it away from it being about his name, because I don't care that he's Ray Mysterio's son. My problem is he does not come off. Like he like loves the business. He does not. I agree with you. And if you don't and love the, the business, problem. you can't win the fans. And that's because my we problem. can tell. Because of what AEW has shown me, that there are a lot of wrestlers that I knew nothing about that can come into a ring and give me something. Yes. And give me something. And to me, Dominic Mysterio oh. has been given this glowing opportunity, and he never has embraced it enough to develop his own style within the Rey Mysterio style yeah. to kind of branch himself out because even his finishing move is that finishing move even when you had great formations of teams you could see an elevation of one or the other yes you know it, we mentioned sometimes Street Profits which is hard to read now because Montez Ford was so such a great part of that and the glowing part where you've seen Dawkins now pick up his move set to where now you don't really know which which really part's great and it's not always the same thing no it's not that you don't know which part's really great both of them are great right Angelo both of them Dawkins are great. and montez ford are are both main eventers with the rockers you had Shawn michaels which at times you could tell yeah had that had that extra gear where marty generity was like you know this is where i'm comfortable at and I'll tell Dominic, you now, the street platforms are closer to DX than they are to the Rockers. Well, and, and, where both of both and, and these guys at, are going to be stars. And I look at Dominic, and I and I look at the guys we've had to cut. And this guy, to me, if you're not in love with the business, if don't be here, don't be here. You could you could go into an indie circuit and and push that and develop that character a little more, or you could be smart and you could go put yourself in NXT. And really develop that character to where now you're you're trying to get out of that. Right, he could. Mode. He probably could have benefited from going through the system and generating his own character and not coming in as Ray Son and oh, let's be the first father son tag team. And because now all all I'm gonna associate with him until he shows me something is you're just Ray's kid, bro. So to circumvent <coughs> back to the match. I like the ending. I like where they're going. Obviously, I enjoy Dominic being in Judgment Day because four members over three. 
I like it. Yeah. I like it. Now there's there's Close more. Close to Survivor Series team. Right. <laughs> now there's buzz surrounding Judgment Day. I think Day Survivor Series again. might be your favorite pay per view because you talk about that a lot. You well, talk about that shit all year. Well, Survivor <laughs> Series to me is that you got everybody. Right. I mean, so many pay per views you didn't get everybody. You got certain people, and then you like certain people, but they wouldn't necessarily get the kind of airtime because of certain Hogan's or certain other people yeah. that would get the time. Hogan's of the world. Right. So when you got That's a Survivor Series... For people who fucking cut other people's time to make their time longer. You got these teams of everybody that you just never got before. Yeah. You know, Hulkamaniacs, the, the war, you know, whatever. You had these phenomenal teams that were tagged villains and uh, baby faces and it was just fantastic and for me to get back to that because to me the the great thing about wrestling is that it's a combination of old school and new school no matter how you look at it there's a little bit of everything and everything there that's going on now as far as the storytelling as far as the wrestling everything is all about bringing the old and new school together to give you what you have right now yeah so to me, that I just want to see that type of I don't know. So yeah, great uh, storytelling with this Judgment Day Mysterio stuff. Uh, we finally got it right this time. This is the week, the time that Dominic actually did turn on his daddy, quote unquote. Remember, uh, check the archives. We did call it three weeks in a row. We did call it three weeks in a row. All right, so we are going to move on from Clash of the Champions unless there's anything else you want to say about it. I want to say this. WWE, find out what you want to do with Seth Rollins. I am sick and tired of watching him beat opponents every single pay-per-view over and over and over. And for, over nothing. <laughs> for nothing. For nothing. I want the plan to come into play for Seth Rollins, I feel like there needs to be a plan. I would love an angle where Seth Rollins puts Austin Theory in a position where he will have to put the money in the bank on the line to where he could take it. And now you could really let Seth I Rollins... I thought we were going to do that with Johnny and that would have been great too. But I, I'm like, you are you because <laughs> I want there to be something tied. Like, there's so much... When, when, you don't hear Seth Rollins for the whole pay-per-view, but then when you when you throw him on TV, what all, all of a sudden do you get? You get the nostalgia, you get the... Yeah, you get oh, the greatness. Oh, the whole crowd singing a theme music. And, <laughs> and, and, and you're just so drawn in by the character because he's so invested in what he's doing now. And I love what Seth Rollins is doing. He's embraced this you know, freaking Rollins character to the point where I think character-wise, hey. it could be the most impressive thing that they've done in a minute, minute. Been a Seth Rollins fan for a very long time. You ain't got to preach it to me. So if WWE's listening, Seth Rollins... It's your workhorse. That's your guy. Figure it out. Put a out. championship on him. Put, like, you ain't got to take a championship off of Roman. You unified him. Create another one. All right. I'm done giving away free tips. All right, yeah. I'm done. Y'all steal everything we say anyway, so you got to pay us. You got to pay us. Pay us. All right, welcome back to Beer Buds Banter. I am Pat Wick. This is Kamikaze. Back here talking to you with a healthy dose of a little bit of what happened last week and our 
future games this week for college football, Kamikaze. uncomfortable talking about it so i'm not really uncomfortable talking about it i just think you know i ain't trying to you know be that guy uh one ohio state came through with the dub on saturday versus one notre dame score was 21 Yeah, I think it was 21-10 or 24-10. I think 21-10, Ohio State coming through. I have to say congratulations, Kamikaze, only because, um, you know, obviously I thought thought we were done for. I thought the speed, but once we knocked out your premier wide receiver, Kamikaze, we seemed to be able to. I heard Jackson Smith and Jigba. Correct. You got to remind me of that. Once we heard him for a week, I hope. Was it just for a week? Two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Well, I hope you guys will be okay against Arkansas State without him. (laughs) Okay, well, we had to be okay without him against y'all. And we found a way to do it through the run game. And somehow, someway, our defense that I had several questions about stepped up. I wanted to say, like I said, congratulations. Uh, a little disrespected of the new week ranking for you guys. Uh, I, we did talk about that a little bit over the week. Um, you guys beating a number five only to get passed up by a Georgia team, which, you know, did beat an Oregon team. I, yeah, that I they blew out. That they blew out. But still, the fact that a number two beat a number five only to get jumped Seems a little disrespectful. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say that. Because to me, I don't think you 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 realistically do that. I'm not upset about it because Georgia should have been number one to start the season anyway. Uh, Alabama should have been number two anyway. So if you were going to have us up there, we should have been number three anyway. So I'm not really disappointed with that because I think that there's two teams that deserve to be in the top five going in. Well, I think there was three teams that deserve to be in the top four um, outside of us that made the playoffs last year. You know, so I am in a sense that the teams that made the playoffs last year, regardless of how their season's in, should start the season the top four. You know, so where we are right now, if you start us at two, we won our game against the top, against the top five team. It does feel like kind of a bit of a of disrespect, but I just hope the players take that shit as disrespect. Yes. You know, but for what it's worth, I think Georgia should have been number one to start the season anyway. Um, you you look forward today. Obviously, you face an Arkansas State team. Hopefully, you guys should dominate. I don't feel like there should be really a reason. I don't know why you give this version of the Ohio State Buckeyes the same credit as some of these old teams, bro. Like, we are not the same Buckeyes, bro. Like It's Arkansas we, State, Kamikaze. We, will, we should win this game. Yes. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. What I'm saying is 
as far as the domination that you used to see of us putting up all of these crazy points, it's probably not the route we're going. I will say this. A little surprise. We got to keep our defense off the field, so we got to run ball more. I, I was surprised once we did get that top-tier wide receiver out that for some reason the passing game wasn't more effective. Exactly. And, and that was a little surprising only because of the – if you look at the, the names that you brought in, the names you recruited, sort of the, 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 the idea at times can be, well, this kid's a freshman – He's that good. Let me just plug and play him in. And obviously that wasn't the case for you guys that night. But I think going forward, Arkansas State's a great opponent to kind of work on that offense a little bit more. You know, get the defense going against an offense you should dominate. See, what scares me is the speed against our, uh, deep, of, of our, against our secondary. All right. I don't think without... Um... Jackson Smith and, and Jake, but we can produce the big plays that you usually used to uh, see. He's got crazy route running ability, and he has speed. You know, so you have to give him extra attention. The wide receivers that follow him, they have a talent, but they aren't as talented. Um, we obviously have Marshall today, which I hope we'll just see a better development of the run game myself. I want to see more of the Marcus Freeman uh, defensive style in play here against Marshall. And I want to see a healthy dose of our future first round, future Buccaneer or Raven tight end, Michael Meyer, uh, eat up a lot of yards today versus Marshall. Hey, Michael Mayer, come to the Ravens. We love our tight ends. Um, Tom's leaving after this year. But I really today I want to. Shit, Lamar might be too. <laughs> I, I might I, uh, today. I really just want to emphasize running the ball as much as we can on Marshall. That that's what I want to see, and that's what I hope I'll see here today. A little bit after two o'clock. Okay. Um. I did want to bring up something before we got off college football and got rolling into our NFL play this week. Um, Stop putting people like Jack Harlow on game day. They do not deserve to be up there making picks based on shit that they fucking did in those those cities, those states. Like, fucking motherfuckers said I dated a guy in Cincinnati. That's why I'm picking Cincinnati. Cincinnati got crushed. <laughs> Stop it. Pick me. At least I know football. Sorry, that was yeah. the one thing I needed to say. Uh, I want to say, I want to ask you something, and this is probably uh, just to get uh, black sheep's ears perked up a little bit wherever you are. Um, Florida went from an unranked team, right, Kamikaze? Mm -hmm. Beat a top 10 Utah team, mm -hmm. I'll give them that, and jumped into not the 20th ranked, but they're in the teens kamikaze when it comes to their newest ranking. AR-15 had a great game. The Gators had a great game against a great team. But they barely beat them. Why did they jump up? Why, did, why does a team like that automatically get a bump like that? 
If Coastal Carolina had beaten a ranked team like that, would they have got that kind of? No. But it's Florida. And it's Billy Napier. So, like I, like I said, you can compare them to us and the disrespect <coughs> that it means for us. But where I'm at with it is like, it's up, for, it's, it's up to our players to go out there and shut it up. You know, go fix this. Because obviously people have the same opinion of the team that votes on these polls as I do. Because, bro, I kind of feel like we're frauds. We're not the same Buckeyes, bro. And that's evident by the way we were not able to scheme up some kind of passing game after that, after Jackson Smith and Jigba went down. We are talent dominant. Without our talent, it's it, it it's it's rough shot and Ryan Day is a one trick pony when it comes to how he draws up passing plays. Best thing about Ryan Day is he knows when it's time to scrap a, a game plan and, and and turn corners and let a guy ball out. Yeah, Absolutely. you know, and that's what he did. You know, against Notre Dame, he went from passing to okay, we just gonna run it down their throats. Yeah, you know? and to my surprise. Your defensive line could not stop that that run as much as I thought it would because up front, if I was going into this game thinking it was going to come to a battle of the trenches, I was going to pick no game. Just because that's what y'all do. If you if you saw the first half, you were you were confident, but then you're wondering and questioning, you know, the wear and tear and going into the second half. Obviously, you know we got beat by a better team. And we did make the plays in that second half that we You got to beat make. by a better adjustment. Yeah. Got beat that, by that's a what adjustment. it was. It wasn't a better team. I can tell you that straight up. Because if it was if we were the better team, we would have found a way to put up more points. Well, good luck to you going forward. Good luck to you too, buddy. Good luck to you going forward in the next thing, I hope. I need y'all to go out and beat it because I need us to both be in the playoffs this year. I hope so. With the players and the teams we have ahead of us, I think there's a good shot we could. We have USC on the docket. North Carolina's on our docket, even though they almost came off a loss. But we've got some hope. Yeah. Hopefully we can we can get there. So let's talk about uh, Thursday Night Football. All right. Uh, Buffalo Bills travel down to play the Rams, the Super Bowl champion Rams. And they made them look like chumps. Made them look like kids, Kamikaze. Made them look like it was the... Good news is, we all picked this game as Buffalo winning. To me, it was a shocker that people thought it was going to be even close. I thought it was going to be close. I didn't, I didn't think so. Because if you looked at it, the 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 Rams didn't do what made them work last season. Yes. But if you look at it, the Buffalo Bills defense Von Miller took a step forward. A game fucking wrecker. Took a game took a game forward and saying that we have the defense now to win a Super Bowl. That's what they showed me in week one, Kamikaze. Right. They took a Super Bowl champion. And they showed them that they could, too, be a Super Bowl champion. 
And to me, you get hats off to the Bills organization. Let's hope they can be a Super Bowl champion. I think they can get to a Super Bowl, but be a champion. And we know Buffalo's history. If you look at the story, the the stories that have been played out throughout the seasons in the last twenty years, every team is a nostalgia piece. Or a, you know, we haven't won one, let's win one. If the Philadelphia Eagles can win a, a championship after this long. I doubt that the Buffalo Bills are too not too far behind from winning their own. I mean, they've got the right pieces, Kamikaze. It's up to them. It's up to them. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but great game. Uh, first half of me was exciting. You had both teams kind of trading uh, turnovers back and forth. The field sloppy, back and forth. sloppy, sloppy. Maybe you should think about playing your uh, players in the preseason so they can get the feel of playing fucking football. Just saying. Well, one thing that was prevalent kamikaze throughout the whole game was one play of one Wyoming cowboy. Josh Allen. And that's Mr. Josh Allen. And you put a mister on that name because Josh Allen showed me... I don't put a mister on nobody's name if it's actually you, dude. First of all, he's Josh Allen. Tired! Um, to me, he showed you the kind of game that you have in the first week 17. of the Seven... Uh, in the first week of the season, Kamikaze, that shows me I, I'm putting my, my name in the hat when it comes to MVP. Man did what he needed to do. Man was the leading rusher on his team, Kamikaze. Leading rusher on his team, leading passer on his team. And if you'd have put him at wide receiver, he probably would have dominated at that spot too. Josh Allen is a football player. Like, I'm going to need the announcers to stop wishing injury on my mans. Because even though we're kind of like in a rivalry with the Bills, bro, I love Josh Allen, bro. I love Josh Allen. Like, I can't, I can't not love the kid, bro. Like, I love the way he plays football. He's a football player. He's smart, you know. He puts the ball where it's needed. He takes off when it's needed, you know. And he just wants to win. He's tough. You, you I'd s- run through a wall for Josh Allen. Wow. Would you go through a table for Josh Allen? Like many Buffalo Bill fans have. I would go through a table for Josh Allen. Uh, I'd go through a table for Lamar Jackson too, though. But I'd go for ta- go through a table for Josh Allen. I wouldn't do it for Justin Herbert. I wanted to bring this up and get your opinion. To you and your eyes, did it seem like the Rams' defense lost something, or maybe didn't show something in this first game? Um. I think about everybody's. I think everybody's talked about it since the Rams defense definitely looked like they lost something, and his name is Von Miller. <laughs> but can one player make that? I mean, we talk about yes. these magnetic yes. players and yes. how they affect some defenses. players are domino pieces. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm wanting no, to continue. Not domino pieces, Jenga pieces. Yes, you remove them, the whole thing falls. There's an attitude and a work ethic that comes with one having one Von Miller team. Yes. I think, you know. And, you know, what else What else was an issue? Jalen Ramsey's overrated. Uh, I I don't have a yes or no on that. I you ain't got to have a yes or no. I'm telling you, Jalen Ramsey's overrated. Jalen Ramsey got a reputation from one great year, his rookie year. That he's, oh, this elite cornerback, and then quarterback stopped throwing it too. So now he never has any 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 targets to him. And everybody's like, oh, Jalen Ramsey's this great cornerback. But over his last four games, he's let up six deep 
touchdowns. Yes, he has. Because people are starting to try Jalen Ramsey. And when you try Jalen Ramsey, you beat Jalen Ramsey because Jalen Ramsey don't like to run. Not to mention a guy that put a pretty much a big stink about himself in Jacksonville to come to Los Angeles, gloat the way he does about himself, and to have accolades like that. Uh, you you kind of have to look at him I and mean, say, you know, you, you wanted the money. Now I you mean, gotta if put- you can get behind him, you won't score because Jalen Ramsey sucks. I'm just saying. I just want to point that out because I've been saying that for a minute. You feel me? Like, I don't like – I'm not a fan of the whole cornerback being great because quarterbacks stay away from him. No. Because if you don't got to go to work, how the fuck am I supposed to know you're good at your job? Right. You feel me? Like, that's like like that's the way I see that, bro. I want to see what you do when you got to work. You feel me? The reason why I think Marlon Humphrey is one of the best cornerbacks in the league is because quarterbacks still test him. He still make plays. Um, I was surprised that you, when we brought this game up, Kamikaze, that you didn't mention Stafford getting three interceptions to start off the season, only because of my previous relationship with pushing Matthew Stafford into a conversation. Quarterback. quarterback. Um, Stafford will do what Stafford will do, and that is throw it to the other team. The guy did win a Super Bowl while being tied in the league for the most interceptions. I do want to mention that. Right. So, I mean, I'm not saying he can't win a championship, but... The guy won a championship. The guy's not a top-ten quarterback because the guy can't fucking find out that. Um, Allen Robinson is open. You don't need to throw it to Cooper Cup. Stop fucking measuring your targets with the color of the skin. Um, I do want to mention <laughs> as well, too, that... Uh, we mentioned Josh Allen. Uh, one, Stefan Diggs. Bro, an incredible catch. Uh, incredible day. Well, yeah. For Mr. Diggs. I feel like his play put a stamp on future defenses that, that, that say, if you want to cover me, you can try. Right. Because to me, that was a performance. It wasn't a game. This was a footnote on things to come in the future for defenses. You're going to want to cover Stefan Diggs, then Gabriel Davis will be available. Right. If you want to... So, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Gabriel Davis. If you want to cover Gabriel Davis, then Uh, one... Jamison Crowder will be Then Jamison Crowder. And then you you squeeze in Knox. And then you squeeze... And Knox ain't But he will. The wide receivers was killing him. He will. And then you add in a healthy dose of Singletary. And the catching pass ability of one uh, Moss. And you've really got something there in Buffalo. So go ahead and talk about what you want to talk about there. Let's talk about how Gabriel Davis knew he was going to score. That so much he planned a gender reveal for his sister. Wow. Yeah, when he caught his uh, game-winning touchdown and he yelled into the camera, he yelled, it's a boy. He told his sister that her baby that she was having is a boy. Talk about the confidence. And uh, although the Ravens and Buffalo are, you know, going to have to... Well, we're not in the same division. We're in the same conference. Conference, sorry. But we're going to have to fight to get to the Super Bowl. um, And it's going to be between us and them. I respect Bills. I respect... I love Josh Allen. Uh, I love Bills Mafia. I love their fans. Their fans are great, bro. Like, uh, something happened, you know, and they just donated all of this shit, all of this money to charity and Lamar Jackson's honor. 
You know, shit like that, you know, and the Andy Dalton thing when Andy Dalton uh, beat somebody to help them go to the playoffs, they did the same type of thing. Like, I just respect shit like that, you know. So, I do want to see the Bills have success, but I just, I, you know, if it comes down to Ravens-Bills, week four, we play the Bills. And Buffalo, too. Um, um, I needed the Ravens to come out on top. I hear you, brother. So, I don't, like, if I ever talk shit about the Bills, it's only because I got to play them, but... I love Josh Allen. You're looking uh, at Josh Allen possibly having two top ten receivers now. If you look at Gabriel Davis' performance from this game to previous games last year up until the end of the season, and then you look at what Diggs can give to you and has given to you now for what we're looking at fourth season. For Buffalo? Yes. Oh, yeah. So, I thought she was talking about in his career. I was like, no, I think been no, no, no. But I'm just saying, with that their opportunity, you look at what the Bills showed you in the week one, is there is there any inkling or anything so far that tells you they're not playoff bound with their performance on week one? I mean, it's week one. Yeah. But I'm telling you, they've shown you I don't you learn something. anything from week one except that I was right for picking the Bills and locking them up. Well, correct. All right. As far as playoffs go... That, that, I can't talk about that. Alright, so, um, obviously we are keeping hold of our pickums this year. So we did pick, uh, all of us picked New Orleans to go down to Atlanta and tear them apart. Yes. All of us picked Baltimore to go down to Jersey to beat the quote-unquote New York Jets. <laughs> yes. Up. Um, You're fired! You both, you both meaning Pat Wick and Black Sheep picked. Pittsburgh over to beat Cincinnati on the road. I pick Cincinnati to win at home. All right. We all pick uh, Philly to go down to Detroit to uh, dismember the Detroit Lions. Dismember? I, I'm, I'm not going to put myself on the, the ad, adjective when it comes. Or no, is it a verb? Because you'd be dismembering. Yes, yeah, the verb, first of all. Uh, the... I don't think it's going to be a dismembering. I think what you're going to see is a tough game. Tough game between a somewhat revamped, or no, no, surging youth of the Detroit Lions. That's what I think is going to happen. You're going to get I like a, the scrappier, Lions a scrappier Lions team, so I don't think dismantling will be the I like right the, I like the Lions defense, so I, 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 I pegged this game to be closer than people think as well. Um, so I just use the adjective just to say something other than, you know, rip them apart, rip them to shreds, you know. Who likes to just say beat? Fired! All right. All right, so Philly's going down to Detroit to beat the Detroit Lions. Yes, sir. We all picked, well, you both picked... Me and Black Sheep, yeah. San Francisco to go down to Chicago and beat the Bears. Why the hell did I pick fucking Chicago? Because you told me that Justin Fields, quote-unquote, was going to do his thuggies. <laughs> that sounds like something I would say. And he's going to show y'all how how State quarterbacks get down. That's what I thought you were going to do. Uh, I, I picked with my heart there. Oh, my God. I'm going to lose that one. Wrong. This season, I think you're going to see... I think it's more Mooney that I believe in than Justin Fields, for real. I'm going to be honest. If the lines can hold up, 
if the lines for the or for the Chicago Bears can hold up. They don't have no offensive line. If the lines can hold up, I didn't say they had a great offensive line. I didn't say they had a good offensive line. If the Lions can hold up for the Chicago Bears, they have the pieces, I think, to be able to push for a wild card possibility. Because if you look at their schedule... Oh, you talking about long term. I thought you were talking about this week, man. I'm just trying to go through this week. We ain't no. going we, 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 we okay. to predict a long-term okay. trajectory okay. of the Chicago okay. Bears right Okay. Right. We'll do that on the next show. I'm trying to... Keep, I'm trying to... Keep it get through this show in four minutes so I can go watch the game. <laughs> All right, go, ahead. go for it. All right, uh, we got Indy at Houston. Uh, all of us picked Indy to uh, go out down there and tango and another come team, out on top. Another team that went and got the pieces. They have the pieces. They should handle this game perfectly. Miami. Everyone picked Miami to uh, beat New England Patriots at home, which is a surprise that we all went against Bill Belichick. I'm, I was. Expecting I'm, one of us to pick Bill Belichick. Uh, foundation from Brian Flores' defense is still there. Offensive pieces uh, intrigue me only because you can't cover everybody with that much speed. Right. You can't cover everybody with that much speed. We all picked Jacksonville to go to Washington and take command. You like what I did there? I, I love that. <laughs> I want to make sure people know this. There's a comparable head coach in Jacksonville now. Yes. There is not a. It's not. Hey, a, it's not. Hey, a, hey, 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 ho, ho, ho! I see what you did there. Don't disrespect Urban like that. He's a comparable college head coach. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Make sure you put an NFL stamp on that on that other head coach that replaced him. Don't don't try to say you're not a good head coach anyway. Because I think what you're going to see here is a, is a reintroduction with creativity and hard-nosed old-school football when it comes to the new Jacksonville Jaguars. And I think that's what I picked here, Kamikaze. Get back to what you can do well. I just don't believe in Carson Wentz. He sucks. He sucks. Oh, God, he fucking sucks. <laughs> All right. So, Next game. <laughs> that's what I picked here. <laughs> Anybody but Carson. Uh, New York Giants at the Tennessee Titans. We all went Tennessee. Because uh, Derrick Henry is the only 10 we see. <laughs> Intrigued to see throughout this season one Saquon Barkley. I'm intrigued to see what he has anything left to prove. Uh, coming off a great rookie season. Coming off two terrible seasons. Three seasons? Two seasons? Who? Saquon Barkley. Three. Three bad seasons. Final season of his of his rookie deal, right? Here's where I'm at with Saquon. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting the same outcome, a different outcome. So what are we doing with Daniel Jones then? The same fucking shit. Okay. So. I'm, I'm there with Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. Daniel Jones is one of those guys I'm there with. You know, like you, it don't take me long to turn up, get turned off a player. You know that. You know, I expect greatness in every aspect of the way. You miss a pass, you run a mile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ain't gonna call me out on that one. That's a Denzel Washington quote. I'm gonna let you swell on your Denzel Washington. <laughs> uh, on your Denzel Washington. Uh, 
watched, and I think it gives me great movies. But you know, I do, so I thought she was going to hit me. I, I only said it because I thought she was going to call me out on it. Um, like, why are you saying that if you don't like this whole watch? How you know that shit? Uh, all I'm going to say is, motherfucker said it clear as day. <laughs> like, he watched the movie yesterday. Didn't stutter. Didn't say anything. Said the quote. Clear to day. Like, he'd, like he had watched... A Denzel Washington movie. Am I right, fans? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, next up. We do not have Denzel Washington. We actually have the Arizona Cardinals at home versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, pretty sure I picked the Chiefs on this one. I'm pretty sure Pat would, would pick the Chiefs. At this point in, in Kyler Murray's career, he's got to show me. Show me, you got to, you got to, you got to show me. Because if if I'm going to pay you the way I'm paying you, and we've put what I think is close to a team. Yeah, he's making more money than Lamar, so that's the problem for me. If, if I've put, if I've given you the best team I can possibly give you. Did you? I mean, I have, haven't I? You gave him the Ravens rejects. But I'm just saying, like, over the years, like, haven't I given you the closest thing as I can? Yeah, like, you gave I, me guys that's limping, guys that do P- PEDs, and guys that drop balls all the time. Up to this point, when had Hopkins ever tested positive for PEDs? I don't know. And never. So how are you going to fault the man for But those one? are the guys you gave him. <laughs> I'm saying what he has right now. I'm not at fault. For what they do or how they process their players, Tamikaze. All I'm saying is that one time you had players that can get you to the playoffs. All right. You know what I'm going to do? Okay. I'm going to take a step back. All right. Because I'm actually not a Kyler Murray truther. So I'm not going to sit here and defend Kyler Murray. If you no. want to rash on Kyler Murray, go ahead. He's got to start showing me something. But I'm just saying, you know, like, I just think that, like, you got to, context matters, and, like, something happened to those players that they gave Kyler Murray every year. You know, whether it was, like, you know, injuries, somebody got suspended, some shit, for whatever, something happened, you know. So, it's not just him that got to show us something. It's the people around us got to show him they can continue to be there for him. I agree. You know, and I agree that Kyler has a lot to prove. He does have a lot But that did proof. not stop me from picking the Arizona Cardinals. Because one thing for sure and two things for certain. Even though Kyle ain't proved nothing to us, he showed us that he can start the season off hot. And he did it twice. Back to back years. 6-0 and 8-0. And and Remember that? Okay. Kyler Murray. Alright. Moving on. Next up, we have the Las Vegas Raiders at the Los Angeles Chargers. Besides mine or your game, one of the most intriguing games of the week for me, Kamikaze. This division was spoken of so much, uh, so much focus. Pick. on I picked the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. You picked the Chargers. No, I didn't. No, you did not. I picked the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh wow! Did anybody pick the Chargers? Yes. Black oh, sheep. One, one black sheep. Okay. One black sheep has yeah. selected uh, Chargers. 
Just, Which I had Justin Herbert as penciled in as uh, MVP. I just want to make sure we we were aware of that. Okay, because I was, I was but, going to bring up. Okay. Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the league to me, and he just went to the Raiders, so I'm going to go with the Raiders. You look at what they have now with Adams, which you just cloak up glowingly, and then you have Hunter Renfro mixed in with Darren, uh, Waller. Darren Waller at tight end. Josh Jacobs on a make or break. Let's just call it. I'm not a huge fan of Josh Jacobs, yeah, but, but I do is... love me some Zamir White, baby. But Josh Jacobs, nonetheless, gonna gonna be the starter, right? Yeah. And is a make or break at season three. Yeah. You add that with Josh McDaniels finally coming out once again. That See what sad. he can do with his creativity. Yes, with one sir. Car. So, we all, well, me and you picked Vegas. Uh, she picked the Chargers, so. Very hard to pick against Justin Herbert, by the way. I want to make sure. I'm it favorite. was definitely very hard Just to make pick sure against Justin Herbert. I feel like I was but cheating I think, on my girlfriend. I don't feel like, I feel like. I'm in an open relationship, and I'm allowed to lay in bed with this this Devontae Adams decision. Because I've been a huge Devontae Adams fan. And that was a no homo statement. We just mean, like, in conversation about who we like. You know, no, I agree. Cars, I agree. You know, yes. Players. We got to tell the world, though. I don't want people out here thinking we gay. <laughs> All right. So then, right. up next, we got Green Bay at Minnesota. And according to our picks, Green Bay is the underdog. Uh, is this in Lambeau or no? Is... This is in Minnesota. So to me, there's there's no problem. Minnesota has to take this step if they want to get out of Aaron Rodgers. Which, if you look at it, if you really expect me to pick Kirk Cousins over Aaron Rodgers, no, and that's crazy. I'm like not... I'm, I'm I'm in the camp that thinks that Aaron Rodgers is overrated. I, but it's because of how great you got everybody in the world trying to make him seem. Like, I don't think he sucked. But Kirk Cousins is average at best. I am not going with a Kirk Cousins-led team over a Green, over an Aaron Rodgers-led team, even not, if they beat them a million times in a row. It's not Kirk Cousins. It's the overall package that Minnesota is intrigued by. What? A gimpy Dalvin Cook that's going to get hurt? A, a gimpy Dalvin <laughs> Cook. You have uh, a, one of the highest reception rates receiver in the league. Adam Thielen? No. Don't you have a uh, guy from LSU there still? Who? Jeffries? Oh, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Justin oh, Jefferson. Oh, I forgot about JJ. Yeah, I was just God saying, you're making damn. me feel like I'm dumb here. No, you straight. I, I, yeah, I like Justin Jefferson. I like uh, Adam Thielen. Um, Devlin Cook, gimpy ass. I like him too, kind of. I feel like Aaron Rodgers will have but to. I just think, bro, Aaron take Jones. More chances. Aaron Jones. Um, why, well, why are you making it seem like it's the ball's not going to go through Dylan's hands more? AJ Dillon. Yeah, that's who. That's who you should be talking about. I think Sammy Watkins about to go cray cray. Sammy Watkins about to benefit from a Alan really Lazar good. Not hurt, being hurt. Yeah, but I, I think I, I don't I, think he gonna go cray cray all year. I think he gonna have his best game of the year. We want one and then be hurt. You know, you know, you know how I feel about Sammy. Like Sammy got one game in him, one game, one game. <laughs> 
I, I just he think proved Aaron, that to me last year. He got one game in. I just think Aaron Rodgers will have to just take too many chances, and I think that backfires for him. Aaron Rodgers don't throw interceptions, bro. Don't disrespect him like that. That's why I'm picking him. Kirk Cousins will. Aaron Rodgers won't. Kirk Cousins will. All right, so I got to move on because it is uh, 12.07. Uh, Tampa Bay at Dallas. Of course, we both pick uh, the Buccaneers. Uh, true test. Cowboys have what they need to know as far as interior line. It's going to be tough for me because I drafted C.D. Lamb in fantasy. I'm going to be rooting for him. You're going to see Tom Brady get the ball faster than he ever had before. You're going to see Leonard Fournette <laughs> run the ball harder. Damn, I forgot y'all inside of your offensive line is different. How could you forget that? That's our problem. That's our only problem. Yeah. Defense is ready, buddy. Defense looks great. Good luck with that offensive line. Uh, I, I, I wish I could put a couple defensive players on our offensive line. I did line. pick Tampa though because uh, I'm, 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 I'm far away from betting against goats. Comes <laughs> down to winning a game, and there's no <laughs> offensive line or not. And Tom Brady. I am not betting against another goat. I'm done betting against goats. And when it comes to the running game for Dallas, I'm still a question mark is what you're going to get out of Ezekiel Elliott. Fuck Zeke. It's Tony Pollard season. Tell that, tell that to the Dallas Cowboys fans. I, I have been. Actually, every time a Dallas Cowboy fan come across with any of my feeds talking about some Ezekiel Elliott, who was an Ohio State Buckeye. Yes, I know that. I tell him, nah, fuck Zeke. He ain't the same Zeke as he was down in fucking, uh, down in the fucking shoe, you know. Down in Columbus. Yeah, down yes. in Columbus. This motherfucker's a fucking fat motherfucker. Don't fuck with Zeke. So no, yeah, I am not against speaking on my people, but Tony Pollard should take over as the lead back at some point. My one regret from not drafting him this season. Yes, um, that was crazy. Uh, you took Isaiah Likely way too early, too. That should have been your biggest regret. No. Isaiah Likely is going to be that, that home run. At the end of, at, well, oh, so you was drafting for the playoffs, not not for the immediate. Oh, right? I'm telling you. Isaiah Likely okay. is going to put linebackers and safeties. What's your price for him? Uh, I don't want to discuss that on air. Okay. Because you know, right, because so, you know I'm right. All right, so... You know I'm right. I got uh, one more game to uh, mention, Monday Night Football. It's going to be Denver at Seattle. Another intriguing game, only because, obviously, the Russell Wilson. Uh, to me, though... We, could, we, ain't, we ain't going to none of that with the Carolina-Cleveland game either, bro. So. Well, you didn't mention Carolina-Cleveland. Yes, we did. We talked no, about we that. No, we didn't, we didn't mention that game. Well, we I did, did not talk about that game. Okay, Carolina-Cleveland. Another game that has a lot <laughs> to mention I'm trying as to far stay as uh, Baker coming back to Cleveland, right? You're going to dismantle them. I think you're going to see the best Baker Mayfield you've, you've probably ever, ever seen. seen. Uh, oh, Cle- now you realize ba- Baker Mayfield ain't some Joe Schmo out there just talk- chucking a football. He's a real fo- fucking quarterback. All this time he's been a Cleveland Brown. Hold on. No. All this time he's been a Cleveland Brown. Me and Sheep had to keep on telling you. No, Baker ain't. No fucking chump. He liked that. Now you talking about him like he liked that. Is it because he's in your division? All I'm saying is that a guy that seemed to have enough weapons to make playoff and make a playoff push. He made playoffs and he beat the Steelers in a playoff game. Are we going to forget that Baker Mayfield did that? 
All I'm saying is that he gave you the best years. He had he he w- he never had a defense because his secondary was never healthy. Uh, well, I'm, I'm so- going to show you what ha- what was wrong with Baker in Cleveland. So it was his secondary. So it's my fault they overpaid for war. No, it's not your fault. Is it my fault? It's that, not your that fault. They keep Williams, on putting they keep on putting Williams, suckers in their secondary. It's not Williams your fault. Can't stay healthy. No, bro, that exactly. that's not what I'm saying. Okay. What I'm saying is it's not Baker's fault either. So we can't like yeah, he ain't finished some games, but Baker's a tough motherfucker and he's a competitor and he loves to fucking play football, bro. Maybe, I've got maybe. so much respect for the fucking kid. Because I was always worried playing the Cleveland Browns when Baker Mayfield was the quarterback. I'm not worried playing the Cleveland Browns with Deshaun Watson as the quarterback. Why? Because Deshaun Watson is old for everything versus the AFC North. Why would you come to this division? I think why I'm rooting for Baker now is because now it's it's house money. It's it's all or nothing. It's let me show you what I can do in a year with this offense. And to me, I'm always going to be an underdog Kind of guy. Okay. Well, Baker's not an underdog to me. He nobody. is an underdog. Nah, Baker's a truther. And the problem with everybody is nobody likes people being cocky until um, it's their it's their guy. You know, so um, I, I'm not a Baker truther. You feel me? But I did watch my team play against Baker for four years. Yeah. You know, and I watched him put fear in my heart. A lot of times, and I, I watched us play more close games against the Cleveland Browns with Baker at quarterback than any other time before. Okay. So, like, me and Sheep been putting respect on Baker's name for the last year, all through last season. Well, congratulations. You know, I'm putting so respect on it, too. I appreciate you for finally seeing what we see in Baker because you... And probably everybody else did not think that Baker was going to go in there and beat out Sam Darnold for that fucking job. And I knew from day one when that trade happened, oh, that's the, that's their starter right there. And I said it. But I digress. All right, Denver Seattle, go ahead. No, I think this is the same same recipe. This is as I told you so to the Seahawks for one Russell Wilson. And hopefully this will be the piece that the Broncos... I got a bold prediction for this match. The Seahawks winning? Seahawks is going to lose a wide receiver in this game. They're going to get hurt. You want to call it out on air and jinx them? I'm, it's not... I'm, I don't know which one it is going to be, but they're going to lose a wide receiver in this game. Okay. Not All the Seahawks. Right. I'm sorry. Not the Seahawks. Uh, the Broncos. Oh, okay. Well, that's... Is it... Uh, is it is does your fortune telling go to the significance of the wide receiver? Like, is it going to be a big deal? Are we talking about just any old schmo? Uh, Practice no, team guy? No, it's going to be one of their guys. It's going to be either Judy, Sutton, or Hamlin. Or Patrick? Tim Patrick already heard for the year. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. You already got one right. Tim Patrick's gone. Well, that ain't the one I'm talking about. I'm talking about another one. Because... That's what happens with Denver's wide receivers. I picked Denver in this match um, because I think they're going to be up, you know, by a lot before it happens. Or I'm hoping they can be up by a lot before it happens. I just don't trust um, anything that Seattle's doing right now um, because why would you trade Russell Russell Wilson? (laughs) Like, you feel me? So, um, I picked Denver in this situation. But, yeah, I do think they're going to lose a wide receiver in this game. Interesting. Um, And I think Tyler Lockett's going to go ham. 
So if you got him in your fantasy lineup, start him. Wow. I have Tyler Lockett in my fantasy lineup. Intriguing. Start him. Intriguing. Lockett's, Lockett's Geno Smith's guy, bro. I'm telling you, it's not DK, it's Lockett. All right, we got to wrap this show up because I got to go watch uh, Ohio State uh, take care of business. I feel like if I'm not here, so uh, it's been a great show, Pat. Uh, it's been phenomenal. Uh, join us next time. We'll be talking about uh, what happened with John Week 1. We'll talk about our Week 2 uh, prediction. Uh, stay tuned because your boys got some things and the workings that we're trying to do. Uh, we might have a major role at TCW pretty soon. Yes, uh, Shouts out to TCW. Who's going to be back November 11th at Tanner's Lakeside? Shouts out to Bud Heavy for tossing the trailer to the audience. Shout out to Joey for catching that bitch. Shout out to Bud Heavy for signing that motherfucker. Yeah!